0: Simplifying adhesive looting is one of the goals of the GCM1 Symposium which takes place this year 2021 20, in preparation of the one-half birthday of the GC Corporation. I talk with Letizia about the small details of this product, like the IEP primer, why it makes sense to use it in combination with this new universal looting cement. Have fun listening! <music> Welcome to today's podcast. I'm connected to Belgium. Welcome to the show, Letizia.
1: Thank you very much for the invitation. It's my pleasure to be with you today.
0: The last podcast was actually at the IDS and where we talked about new products. And actually, we're going to talk about a new product from GC as well. And I just used yesterday the GSEM one for the first time to cement some zirconia crowns in a posterior region. Mm -hmm. And it worked quite nice. I'm basically used to link force before. I just used dual cure. And now is it now easier to just use this product?
1: Well, it's actually different, but it should simplify a lot. Because with disembling force you have to use always a system with a bonding and the syringe and the primer. With system one you have something which is self-adhesive. So only depending on the case, you will use the tooth primer if you need, if you have a, a lack of retention, for example, or if you have some saliva contamination, if you have cat CAM restoration with thick, with thick layers, then you will use a primer. But in most of the case, when you have a perfect adaptation, you don't even need to use a tooth primer. What is also different because you have mDP inside, you also don't need to use the primer on the restoration for zirconia and metal, so these steps are also very simplified.
0: but if I want to have the best possible adhesion, I rather use the tooth primer, which is in the package as well.
1: definitely. The so tooth primer will always increase the adhesion. It has different way of increasing the adhesion. First of all, it's like an extra bonding step that you will add, so you will increase your adhesion by the functional monomers which are in the primer itself. But also it's it's makes the adhesion with a touch cure effect that you have inside much faster. So the cement and the primer will react together and the, the polymerization will take place in the direction of the tooth. And this is always the weakest part, the part between the tooth and the adhesion. If you reinforce this part, you actually reinforce your adhesion. So that's really the, the magic of the touch cure effect.
0: What is actually better is when I remove the excess, should I brush it away or should I use the tech cure?
1: It's really technique dependent on the dentist, I would say. Both I give a good option. A lot of dentists nowadays prefer to brush the excess because then there is also, you have a better control and you have less risk of tearing eventually the margin. What we see here is a tech cure. We have a very clean marginal removal. So that avoid that you have any gaps at the margin also because you can be quite precise. Sentence is you do tack cure, then they press again, they do the final light curing and then they do the final polishing to get a even smoother margin. So that's, um. Also an option, of course.
0: Well, yesterday I used the brushing approach, and at the end I light cured a bit. But I found out it was the curing was not super fast. It was five minutes, right?
1: Self curing time is four minutes, so it's quite short actually, but you have enough time indeed to adapt everything and to remove the excess. But four minutes is normally much shorter than many other of the same category, actually.
0: Well, it was three zirconia crowns in a row, so it was quite okay the timing i just cemented the first one brushed it away used the same tip from the syringe then put it in the next one and well i didn't feel stress um, but uh, in the end (laughs) i saw that uh, i thought do i need to light cure it in the end as well because i always know that light curing is still if you light cure as well it's still even better than just a dual cure.
1: Well, actually, you really have the possibility to light cure, of course, always. Mm. But the good thing here is that we worked a lot on the self-curing properties. That's really important because not many dentists always realize it. But actually, through a zirconia crown, there is not a lot of light which is going through. And if the light is not going through, or if you have a thick restoration, you cannot never guarantee what is a part of light curing that is happening there. So to make it safer, we needed to improve the self-curing ability, and then we added some extra catalyst in the uh, to to improve the setting process so that the flexural strengths if you compare in the self-cure mode and in the light cure mode is almost the same and it's really a unique feature of this product whatever type of restoration you have you can always be in a safe condition because you don't need to use the light curing you can use the light curing but there will be no big difference between self-curing and light curing so you can really be safe even if you have an opaque restoration.
0: What's the name of this catalyst?
1: That's a good question. We keep some secrets. <laughs> do, <you see?
0: laughs> do I have to be careful in some indications or do I even can cement onlays with that?
1: You can even cement onlays with that. And that's really, we call this generation almost like a universal looting system. That's a big difference between the self-adhesive looting system where you could, we had limited indication range. Now, the fact that you have this primer, if you use the AP, you really have bonding values which are at the same level as a classical adhesive looting system, like Force, for example. So okay. if you don't use a primer, you are at the same level as another self-adhesive. But if you use a primer, you really reach the adhesive value of an adhesive routing system. So you enter a new category. So it's really up to the clinical case. You can decide to go a bit more difficult or a bit more simple. It really brings a lot of peace of mind, actually. Each time you have a dot, you just use a primer and then you find yourself in a very secure situation
0: actually i had a podcast with Macho, and he told me well you never know what the dental technician used the opaque inside you only know it if you have a cat cam re- restoration which is made out, out of one very translucent block when you know that it's basically all the same mostly if you get something out of the lab you don't know and that's a doubt for dual cure for
1: sure the dot is in the opacity but sometimes also the dot. if you use cat cam restoration you know that the meaning process doesn't make it possible to have a very uh, good adaptation always inside so you're never also sure of the thickness of your cement and actually we had some we look at some clinical references that show that the thicker the cement the more the chance of the debonding because if you like your on a thick cement the polymerization will go towards the occlusal surface and you have more risk of debonding. When you use a AP, the polymerization is going towards the tooth and whatever the thickness of your cement, you're in a safe condition. So not only the opacity is tricky with CATCAM, but also the clear adaptation everywhere inside your restoration.
0: If ever possible, you should use this primer.
1: <laughs> yeah, the primer is always an advantage for sure.
0: But it's not recommended to... Use Premium Bond, you should stick to the primer if you should, should stick to the cement.
1: Well, if you really want to use Premium Bond, you can also use Premium Bond. Our recommendation with this product is to go with a primer because you have this touch cure effect, and um, that is always an advantage. But if you, for example, have to loot even a veneer and you want to win a bit of working time, when you use Premium Bond, you just can light cure, and then you have more working time in the end.
0: So it's actually interesting that after universal adhesive where you have now universal looting resins.
1: But I think it, it's logical because dentist it's already a complex job. And the more you can simplify your job by limiting the number of products you have and always working in a very standardized way, the more efficient you will be in your practice. And this is what we, train to, we try to reach, that you don't need to buy different products from different brands and have five different products to do almost the same thing. You just can concentrate on one product that can have several applications so that you always master your procedure and you always can get the best of it.
0: In which color does it come?
1: It has four aesthetic colors. So we have two that are more in the translucent direction. So translucent and A2, which is universal. And then we have the two opaque ones. So we have the AO3 and a white opaque because, of course, white opaque is important for all the bleach restorations. However, we know that the, you should not count on your cement to give you color of your restoration. I mean, the more neutral one is always the A2. Yeah? Mm. And the cement, when it's an opaque one, can help you to correct some small mistakes. But the cement will never be the real protection against a completely discolored substrate. That is really important to communicate with the lab and to indicate what is the color of your substrate so that the lab can adapt the opaque indeed, the first layer, and make sure that discoloration is covered. And the cement thickness is so thin that you can never count on your cement itself. To make a big difference, you should always count more on the restoration first.
0: Actually, I l- always like to use the transparent ones because yep. I think it's uh, the easiest way. <laughs> either the crown <ground> fits <laughs> or it doesn't. And uh, I would also say the cement doesn't really change anything. But actually, my kind of boss and colleague always argues he, he likes to use dry in pastes to really check. If everything is okay with this try-and-paste, do we also have try-and-pastes with this product?
1: We don't really have try and paste. <laughs> we do have them with Linkforce and with and veneer, but hmm. we realize that dentists do not exactly use them all the time. So try-and-paste is giving a first indications, but for this product, we do not have try-and-paste available.
0: You could use a Linkforce try-and-paste as well, basically. You
1: can use, but they do not match 100%. So it gives you only a direction. It doesn't... It doesn't give you a precise indication.
0: Everything is easier now. We can even loot uh, fiber posts with it and don't have to worry about it a lot. No, of
1: course you can loot a fiber post with it. We have this special endotips that makes it easy to inject directly in the canal. It's dual cure. So even if you are in the depths of the canal, you can have some safety also there that it will cure. And if you want to make sure also with the AP, you have this touch cure effect, so you're really in a safe situation there.
0: Actually, yesterday, I first just grabbed into the package and first had an endotip and uh, <laughs> <laughs> realized it when I wanted to, to inject it into the crown. <laughs> but
1: a little bit less handy.
0: <laughs> it's bare standard tips, so it's easy to change. <laughs>
1: Definitely, and that's the idea that we keep on having standard tips because you can easily buy any refill you want. So you're always very flexible in your purchase that's a choice that we are making at the moment. But the product is actually stored at room temperature. So it's it's a very easy product to keep in your drawer at hand.
0: Actually, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, I wanted to ask it, uh, you that uh, uh, just now because I always keep my uh, resin cements in the refrigerator. As I just learned, I don't need to do.
1: Ah, uh, with GCM one you don't need to do. With some products you need to do. So be careful. If you cannot make it the generality for all products that you have, but with GCM one is this possible.
0: Well, I only got G- uh, Link Force, and I think I need to store that in the refrigerator. Yeah, for with sure. Link
1: it's recommended. Yeah,
0: it's easier for my nurse to go to the refrigerator. <laughs> And get all the cements.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to, there is no contradiction to do, huh? <laughs> contradiction to do, but that gives you more flexibility.
0: But it's good to know that also the tooth primer is, uh, then also no, doesn't need to be stored in the refrigerator. You can just keep it in your drawer.
1: Yeah, and then it's it's a very easy to dispense, very clean dispensing. We have a high number of drops in each bottle, so you can really use it for a long time. Yeah, it also has a very nice advantage that actually, in case you cannot isolate, it will reduce the risk of saliva contamination. So we did a lot of tests. Uh, You know, as soon as you have saliva contamination, you have a drop in your bone strength, especially after 24 hours, I mean, after some time in the mouse. If you use a primer, actually, yeah, the components inside, we, we kind of displayed the, the protein from the saliva, and it will reduce the negative effect of the saliva contamination, and you will really be able to maintain the same bone stress as you would have with isolation, actually.
0: I mean, that's one argument more for the primer, actually. <laughs> with <your> <laughs> <laughs> the somatic full crowns, it's usually not possible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it really depends also on your marginal level. Huh? With cat cam restoration, more and more, we're going super gingival. But if you have something that is gingival, then the isolation is always a tricky thing, I think.
0: The main problem is usually when we're doing crowns, that before that, there was usually a crown on it. And we kind of have to stick with the preparation <laughs> from the previous dentists. Uh, if I have the choice, I always stay super gingival. But then we, uh, we can call it only and not crown anymore.
1: Definitely, and, uh, and definitely also the direction is to go more for no post, no cron, as you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there, I think it's something we also took into account because there it becomes even more important to have a good wear resistance of the material that you can use it also on occlusal surface or vestibular surface, and it can should resist in time. So uh, the size of your particles is also important, wear that that we have in time. There's been studies that also shown that if the wear resistance is not enough good if you have a inlay for example the you have more risk of chipping of your ceramics because the wear will create kind of a gap and the ceramic is not supported enough and then you have more risk of chipping in time so that's also elements that become important when you are going through I
0: mean when you look at old inlays you sometimes see this gap you just talked about so or you have it in your inside your impressions ah there's an inlay (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so you you actually see clinically what I mean.
0: <laughs> it's good. Every dentist knows what you mean. <laughs> actually, when you talked about the primer, the, a bottle of the primer reminded me of the old bottle of the Premier Bond.
1: So it's indeed important that we have this silicone cover inside. This silicone cover is made to make a precise dispensing so that you oh. really have a... Yeah. It helps to the dispensing, but it's also helpful for the insulation from the heat from the finger. So it's it's a very Japanese conception that we think about it until the end of the process. But the idea is really that you avoid evaporation of your solvent by protecting it from with this silicone cover around.
0: Do we still have to shake it before we use it, or is it not necessary?
1: It's actually recommended. It's always good to mix the components together before dispensing.
0: I mean, I'm used to the shaking with premium bonds, so all my assistants are doing it <laughs> with every material.
1: So you tell them, don't forget to shake.
0: <laughs> yeah. no, actually, did you shake? <laughs>
1: Did you shake this morning?
0: <laughs> Actually, I was once at a lecture. The professors asked the audience how many are shaking your universal adhesives. I was surprised that I was the only one with my hands in the air. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's still a better, a better thing to do because we put so many chemical components together in a bonding that it can only improve when we mix them a bit before this, before using.
0: It's not being shaked in the drawer <laughs> when you open it. We can kind of sum up it's much more simple for all dentists who had problems with looting resin looting cements or resin looting, not cements. It's 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 a nice concept. Oh, it's a great concept and I just tried it yesterday so it works. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm happy. laughs> My recall rate of twenty-four hours.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's really the purpose to simplify a lot the life without playing on the performance. So we make the performance even better, but we make the standardization possible. We simplify the inventory, we simplify So your nurse will always know this is system one. This is the only one you need for looting. No worry anymore and trustable and reliable performance can be achieved. So that's what we wanted to bring with this cement.
0: There will be a looting symposium next uh, with GC. You won't have a lecture there. <laughs>
1: no, no, I'm not lecturing indeed, uh, but... Uh, I can say that I know the lecturers. privileged to know them. We have a looting symposium that will be taking place on the 27th of May at 5 o'clock. The idea here is really that we think there is a change in the looting world. We wanted to give the status of what is happening there, where direction we are going, what can we bring new, and also adapt to all the different changes in terms of material use, procedure use, and simplification. So we we asked three very really good clinicians, all happen to be also working in the university, but working a lot in the clinics also, so close to the reality, to give us an approach of what is the status today in looting. We have the chance to have uh, Dr. Cardozo from the CARUEL who will give an overview, and then followed by Dr. Zordin from, uh, from Germany's We'll talk more about the change between self-adhesive to universal luting, And finally, we go more into clinical application with Dr. Sorrentino from Italy um, with some nice clinical case, I, I think, uh, and a lot of explanation and tips and tricks for the
0: dentist. So I'm really looking forward for the lectures. Thanks for the insights. <laughs>
1: Thanks for the invitation. It was a pleasure to be with you today.